Hey, 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 what is going on, guys? Welcome to episode 8 of AdventureCast, the podcast that revolves around AQW and everything AEI. I'm your host, Lengthy. God, Lengthy, again. (laughs) What's going on? (laughs) Can't talk. Today, my name is Lengthy. If that happens again, I'm just going to go with it. (laughs) That's my new name, I guess. Hey, 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 what is going on, guys? Welcome to episode 8 of AdventureCast, the podcast that revolves around AQW and everything AE. I am your host, Lanky, and today, as always, I am joined by Thread. Yo. Yo, yo, yo. All right, guys, today for episode 8, we are going to go through an article that Artix posted on Artix.com. It's a little bit of a catch-up post, and he kind of goes into detail um, about a lot of things, about what's going on at AE, um, kind of just talking about like AQ Mobile, he does that a little bit, um, and just, it's a really good catch-up post, I think, and Thread, well, we both think so, um, and we kind of wanted to, to talk about it a little bit, um, because it, I, I, it answered a lot of questions that I had, and I feel like it also answers a lot of questions that other people had that I've been seeing, it's a, it's a really good update post to be honest. Um, and then we're going to go into some uh, questions on Discord that in the last episode I said we would answer this episode. Uh, and some questions on Discord that I answered in one of my other previous episodes that I think are generally good questions and I like to hear what Thread has to say about those. Um, but that's where we're going to start. We're going to start with the article. Alrighty, so the article that Artix posted is titled, Hey, Let's Catch Up. So it's a catch-up post. And I am going to skip past where he talks about who he is, because we all know who he is. Uh, And I think we'll start where he talks about how every game um, has its own team. So I'm going to try to read through what he wrote, and then we will talk about it. So if anyone's already read this, then you're going to hear it again from me. And I'll try to narrate it as best as I can. But he starts off by saying... Every game has its own team. Each of our major games has a dedicated team. We call the person in charge of the game the game lead. Hindsight being 2020, wish we would have gone with Dungeon Master, Game Master. I agree, probably Dungeon Master would have been the best option. That would have been really cool. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. An easy way of thinking about it is each game is run like its own studio. Each game pays for its team and costs. The game's artists, animators, and coders create the game content that is released each week but we have shared things that help all of the games like player support player support is a dedicated team of four people with nythera as its lead others share other shared things include the physical office our online shop hero mart accounting legal marketing the server farm and our unbelievably awesome server administrator, Captain Rhubarb. Uh, we mentioned Captain Rhubarb <laughs> in the last episode. And I, do, you know, I, I, uh, I don't know if it was the real Captain Rhubarb, but he commented <laughs> on the last episode. He didn't really say anything. He commented just like dot, dot, dot. Because I, I, th- I think he was refer- referring to that joke, like kind of just kidding question that someone, um, uh, that, that I can't remember the person's name, but they asked. And uh, I thought that was pretty funny. He probably has heard that question hundreds of times. But um, the article continues, When I started this post, I did not intend to make it a the inner workings of an indie game studio post. But I am sure there are a few people reading this with the intent of finding something terribly wrong or dramatizable. But I am sharing with you just as if you were sitting with me in person and asked, so how does this actually work? It's good to know. 
so let me keep going. And he goes on to talk about creating new games. Creating a new game is one of the funnest, hardest, and most fulfilling things a game dev can do. Right now, we are hard at work on Adventure Quest Worlds Mobile. That is not the real name. Because it would be really weird to play a game with the word mobile in its title on Steam and other platforms. The trickiest part of making new games is figuring out how to keep all of the existing stuff going while you do it. The best solution is to hire new people that can free up other people to work on new stuff. However, the budget does not always uh, allow that. I wonder what they're going to settle on the new game. It'd be hard just to rename a game. Like, AQ2D doesn't... I, to be honest, I don't I don't like that name. Um, because that it... Like, Adventure Quest Worlds works. Like, I like that name. But then if you're just gonna... If you're gonna... They're gonna read, you know, what they're doing with it to do the mobile. Um, I mean, that does make sense that it wouldn't be... It'd be weird if it was called that on Steam and other platforms. But calling AQ2D is... I mean, it's a 2D game, and it, I mean, all their games are, except uh, AQ3D, so I don't know what they're going to actually end up even calling it. I, I don't know, but this does have a very vital piece of information in here, like, I, that I was wondering about personally, uh, until mm-hmm. he p- did put it in this post, but, um, yeah, it's not going to just be on mobile. It's going to be on... I mean, they're looking to get it on Steam, which means they're looking to get it on computer. Yeah. So we're going to have a way to play outside of Flash, which is amazing. That is amazing. I, I, I wonder if if this new... I'm just like the new and improved, I guess, AQ Worlds. I wonder if not it not being on Flash and being on Steam and all, all that good stuff, I wonder if that will reduce the lag of the game most likely if they're going i mean yeah they're gonna use a something better than flash and um you should be able to run animations and stuff on uh, classes without the game uh losing frames from it (laughs) yeah that's you know it it's funny i always thought when when i first started playing aqw and uh i saw the lag i was like um this was this was like right when I first started playing, I, I had like a really, like just a crappy little home computer, you know, and a little laptop. It it wasn't anything, um, wasn't anything good. But I was like, oh, you know, it's just my computer, right? It's ah, it's it's not good. And then, um, years down the road, like years years down the road, I upgraded to a to a a, a much m- new and improved uh PC build, and it still lags. So I'm like, oh, okay. So it's like it's not the computer because this is a very good computer that can run skyrim on pc no problem but aqw it just freaks out i'm like okay so uh hopefully if it's on steam and everything else it it it's like perfect buttery just oh just good just good that's all i want just just good no like and you know there you know what i did the other uh, the other day i went on adventure quest 3d and i have and i don't know like it was actually pretty cool it was actually i had fun running around and and fighting things and they did like a random in like the developers did like a random in-game event in yolgar and it was actually really fun um so i'm definitely going to be hopping on back on that and experimenting with that and i actually have plans for videos that i want to do um but 
I there was things in that game that I was like, man, it would be so cool if AQW did this um, and had this implemented in the game. And one of the big ones, which I I don't know how they could do it, and I, it just it doesn't it doesn't really work with a 2D game. But gosh, I wish they did. Um, is like is like a, like a camera mode. So like you could film like little skits rather than just like a flat like I like an like a flat idle two D image. Like I, I wish you could like kind of move a camera around and but I mean it wouldn't work. But I I, I loved that about AQ three D because I was like oh this is perfect. I can make like so many funny little like two minute like funny skits and all these cool creative ideas for videos that I want to do that I can't do in uh, AQW, really. Um, I, I, I hope that w- with this new AQ, AQ Worlds uh, game, I hope there's new things that they implement into it. Um, and one thing that I really liked about AQ3D was that, was that like in-game event that I, that I like was uh, a part of. I was in a call with Helimod and I hopped on and he was kind of showing me around and telling me all about it. And uh, he's like, "Oh, come to Yelgar. There's a there's a there's a game event going on. The developers are doing this." And I'm like, "What?" And uh, they, I don't know. They had these random monsters like spawning in Yelgar, and like everybody, there were so many people in this Yelgar. I don't know the room limit in AQ3D for things, but like you know, like AQW, it's only like ten or seven or ten. And uh, it was so crazy. Like no one was AFK. Everyone was in Yolgar talking and fighting. I was like, this is so much fun. Like, why don't they do things like this in AQ Worlds? Like, the community over there, he, I mean, you know, every community has, like, problems and stuff. And he was telling me all that. But at that moment, at least, it seemed, like, very social. And I, had, I, I was like, this is so much fun. I had a lot of fun playing that. Um so I hope they can take maybe the the pros from maybe AQ3D, even though I st- my knowledge of it is still in its infancy. Um, but things that players like in that game, and somehow, if it's possible, implement them implement them into uh, AQW because AQW, I I think is, and I I believe I saw someone on Twitter mention this too, but AQW is like very stuck in the times. Uh, like um like when it was created like it was re- it was like oh my gosh this is awesome when it was created but as the years go on it's very like stuck in its time period um and i'm hoping with this new AQW they can implement new ideas and like new things to to kind of reinvigorate people's like like uh love for the game like yes not just like Oh, we're hyping all this up. This AQ, this new AQW, and it's gonna be on Steam, and people are getting all excited. But then when they open it, it's literally just basically like opening the game from the launcher, but just from Steam. Like I'm hoping they can implement new things so people will be like, "Wow, is this this is like the new like 2021 new and improved AQ AQ Worlds Mobile or AQ2D, whatever they're uh, whatever they're gonna call it." So I think when it first comes out, it's probably going to just be like opening the game from a new launcher right but um over time it would be really cool to see uh things like that implemented right Mm -hmm. um one of the things that i really liked uh 
from my time playing Adventure Quest 3D was the Christmas event with the, I think it was a Chess Thulu. Okay. And it, 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 uh, the game gave everybody 10 chests, right? Okay. And you could spawn the chest in a room. And then everybody in that room could fight that chest and get whatever was in it, right? Oh, okay, so yeah. It it was really cool because people were like kind of giving gifts to everybody else in the room by summoning their gift to Thulu, right? And we were all just uh, kicking butt and getting drops, you know? Yeah. And uh, I think the player limit is fifty, if I remember correctly. Wow. Um. But yeah, it was there was a lot of people. I couldn't see anything on my screen at that point. <laughs> it, was it, it was like so a, it was like a wow raid almost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a that's a um, that's a good comparison. When when I was talking a little bit ago about the the event in Yolgar, uh, we were fighting chests these these big chests, and um, they were they were dropping these like I, I apologize I don't remember what they're called. Um, so, like some tokens and stuff like that, but it would also drop these drops that you can only get from this chest from like this event, you know, um, as far as I, as far as I know. Uh, but yeah, it was like a wow raid. Like everyone was in there and I was like, there's no lag. I'm like, this is great. If only Adventure Quest Worlds had no lag. Like it was just so like, this is great. I'm having so much fun playing this game. Um, but the yeah, we were fighting chess, but that event was it was fun. I had a great time and I don't know how often they do that. Um Helimod said they do it do it quite often. Um I mean I hope it's not like every two days, because that would just take away that would just people would just like expect it. It's kinda more fun when it's just like out of the blue, like, Oh, this is happening right now, you better get here before it ends. Um yeah, that was that was really fun. Adventure Quest Worlds does have something similar, but it's just whenever new content is released, everybody flocks to it, right? So yeah. uh, you get all the rooms filled up with 10 people in them, or right. 7, depending on the map. Right. And uh, it, everybody's like at the boss, killing the boss over and over again. And, some, you know, some of the bosses do require a team set up to make it to where you're farming it efficiently without dying over and over again yeah so there is that that i think is really good but it would be cool if you could bring it like uh to yulgar you know yeah like, hey this boss is coming in yulgar get ready <laughs> like yulgar's under attack like just random like like what? Like what are you Yalgar's under attack? I better go check this out. And they've done stuff like that for April Fools too. I I'm pretty sure I might be pulling something like out of my rear here, but I I yeah. think that they did have something like that for April Fools. Right. One year. Um the the one thing that just also really stood out to me was everyone in Yolgar was like talking. It was very social. Like how it should be cuz I don't know. Now I'm I'm just speaking from being on the game for about two hours and playing this random little event and everyone was talking. I, I do not know how the game is normally. I don't know how it, you know, if, if it's always like that, but from my time, I'm just only speaking from that time I was playing. Um, 
it, it seemed social and everyone was talking and everyone was fighting and everyone was very active. Um, rather, because when a new release comes out in AQW, um, aside from when I meet up with people from the Discord and we have like a little like, let's play this event together kind of thing. Um, uh, other than that, everyone, we're all talking to each other while we're farming the boss or playing the event and this and that. But normally, if I'm just playing by myself, not doing that, uh, no, like no one's talking. Like if I need like help on a boss, like I need a team, like let's, let's farm this, you know, um, I'll, I'll, I'll type up like anyone want to, you know, anyone at this boss or anyone want to farm this and just. I'll be, I'll go through rooms and rooms and switch servers and no one's talking. Like I could type in chat and just no one's talking. And I'm like, come on. Like this is a social game. Like that's, that's one of the, like 50% of this game is like social. Like you're there to play with people and talk and have fun and make friends and all that. Um, and I, I wish that was, that could be a thing. I, I, I don't know what they could do like with the new AQW um, being released on Steam and all that, like to try to encourage and implement that. Um, I don't know. There's just there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of things that I I think would be really good uh, improvements, like like to make the game very interactive. Um, I'm just gonna make up a total off the top of my head kind of kind of thing I this isn't something I just sat down and, and planned out for this episode but let's say um let's say there's a boss right and uh the boss is you, you know you're fighting say you're with a party or whatever and it, it's challenging like it's actually hard like uh I don't mean like Dark Souls boss hard because that that's ridiculous but um <laughs> but hard it, it, nonetheless to where it's actually even if you have like a really really good class it's still kind of a challenge it's not like an afkable thing where you're like you can just sit there and, and and smack it in like two hits and it's dead um but you're sitting there right and you're fighting with everyone everyone's attacking this and then maybe like he throws like an attack and different things pop on the screen that you have to to kind of click to the i don't know like maybe deflect his attack or like some this weird monster whatever his powers are he he shoots something on your screen and you have to to do these things on the screen to kind of like get your vision back or or uh it'll stun him for a second like make it very interactive so you have to always be paying attention to the screen you know what i mean i'm trying to think of things like how you would do it for a 2d game but things like that to make it so you can't just sit there watch youtube and look at your screen every few minutes and just keep attacking the boss very afk um because that that to be honest with you that gets stale after a while um you're you might be grinding for something you're like oh i gotta get like 300 of this item and you know you're just sitting there for a few hours not really even paying attention to the game and just just mindlessly grinding while you're watching a netflix series or something um i i i I, that would be really really cool if they could implement stuff like that um to to things because i think it would it would it would get people talking more and it would get it w- I feel like it would just it would get player numbers up because people would be like, "Whoa, this is like I remember playing this game," and then they'll they'll be like, "Ah, oh, but you know it was it was very some parts were very AF cable, but then they see this and they're like, "Whoa, I need to check this out," and they're like, "Oh, I love this game again. I want to play. Let, you know, let's get everyone to play." And there's also so much 
that would, that would add so many new like new ideas for content like in the YouTube scene for people to make and that would get like it back rolling really big on like the the uh on YouTube um I don't know there's just I just think that that something like that would be pretty cool I think so there are a few bosses that do something similar uh already um there's the manticore uh where mm -hmm. he'll poison you mm -hmm. and there there's a button that you have to click to like cleanse the poison right and there's also only two bosses in the game that i cannot currently solo and that's chaos kraken mm -hmm. and ultra lion fang and the reason i can't solo them is lion fangs uh dot is just too heavy to survive by yourself mm -hmm. because each time he hits you it stacks up so you need to have other people there right so that it kind of um doesn't all stack up on one person mm -hmm. and then the kraken uh he slows your ability speed down um mm -hmm. so it kind of slows the game down to a halt almost to where you're sitting there basic attacking him every yeah, I want to say like five seconds instead of like every two seconds. So you aren't getting your mana back. Uh -huh. you're, set, you're sat there stuck and you can't do damage by yourself. Right. There's also... I'm trying to remember what his name was. Um, he was in the Ark Grove uh, story. The, the Chaos uh, Lord in that one. Uh, Ledgermain? Yeah. yeah. I, I remember back in the day he would nuke the living poop out of you and your squad yeah. if you go sit in those circles yeah. that was a that was a cool I, everybody remembered that boss yeah that boss was really cool i i, I agree mm -hmm. with you on that i remember that ledgermain was or i mean still is but ledgermain is a really cool boss to fight there's also like a lot of the chaos lords were really cool mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> with uh because they did have boss mechanics yeah but um the troll one i think is the one with the damage reflect that mm. then got given to binky the unicorn <laughs> yeah, yeah so you can sit through the entire binky fight without worrying now because of mana shields damage reduction all of that but once you once he does that damage reflect yeah if you're not paying attention, you you and everybody you're with are they're going to one shot themselves. Yeah. So that that's one other thing that makes you look at your screen because you need to wait for Yeah. Binky can now foresee and count all <laughs> yeah. attacks. He gets smacked. So, oh yeah. Yeah. I, I have one shot myself multiple times on there. Right. Trying like trying to help somebody kill Binky. And it's kind of embarrassing, too, because it's like, oh, yeah, I can solo Binky. Here I am. <laughs> and then I'm just go. Thread. I can solo Binky. <laughs> yeah. And then you go and murder yourself in front of them. Yeah. So. And they're like, what the heck? <laughs> and you're like, uh, I, I can explain, I swear. Oh, no, that stupid 4C encounter. <laughs> I did not foresee it coming. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I I have a I'm very hopeful uh for this. I mean I'm not like I'm not losing sleep like oh yeah like you know but in I'm there's also part of me that's like I think I think they can do this. Um 
and it'll it'll be good but uh i i hope to definitely see like a different new just new ideas like that added uh to the game because man like that ledger main fight you're, you're right that like i i remember the boss and everything and then i haven't thought about that boss fight in a long time i haven't fought that boss in a since it came out probably I, I had no reason to we're so tanky now that it doesn't uh one shot us anymore so you, you you don't have to stay in the circles anymore but right back in the day when our health bars were hard stuck at 2000 cap yeah that's that's when you were truly in fear of ledger main's new kid Oops, excuse me i burped hey, good that one. was kind of gross <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, the ledger main armor was cool too. I remember everyone was farming that. It felt so cool to. It felt really cool to get a drop from ledger main because it was a fun boss fight. It was entertaining. It was hard. Uh, so when you got at least one of the items, or you finally completed the whole set, you're like, yes, <laughs> that was so mm-hmm. cool. That was awesome. Even now, getting the arcane staff of supremacy, mm-hmm. I think is what it's called. It, it's like. It looks so cool. It yeah. just it like it, his whole vibe is there. I enjoy Ledger Man a lot. That makes me want to go back and fight it. Fight Ledger Man like now. <laughs> That's fun. Oh. The Supreme Arcane Staff. Supreme Arcane Staff, okay. Yeah. I wonder if I still have the Ledger Man drops, like armor in my bank. I mean not that it matters, I can just go get it again if I don't, but I wonder if I still do. That's cool armor. That's a cool like story i liked ledger oh yeah that was cool that was really fun plus they had uh two of the best classes ever introduced into the like the 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 classes that were in that storyline were the best class in the game for a while right too so yeah like just all around that that story was a, a really good story that's what i'm saying like i said i don't remember what I said this at the beginning of this, not this podcast, but like few earlier episodes, I was saying like this, the, the releases and the stories used to, and, and I don't cut Helimod said he remembers this too. And I, I was like, good. Cause I'm not, I guess I'm not going crazy. Like I'm not the only one who remembers this, but like releases back then. And I don't know if it was cause we were younger and didn't really have a sense in time because we were so involved in the game and stuff. But releases felt like they took a long time, like quite a long time to complete. Um, and like the stories were like, wow, like really, really good. And but like now, um, but I feel like I completed a release so fast. And I don't know if that's just because I'm better at the game and there's the classes nowadays are, are so just just overpowered. Um, but I, I, I do remember a time when they were, they were a really long, uh, and B like really, really good. Like you guys came up with this in a week. Like this is, this is nuts. Um, and, and there, it, it that does still happen today, but it's just not as often as it was back then. Like back then it was almost like every week was like, we could not wait for like the next release um now at least for me it's like you know it'll happen and then there'll be release after release after release where i'm like ah, that was pretty good like i wasn't super into it um and it was just it's just really fast like i felt like i complete a release in like 15 20 minutes i'm like oh that's it i don't know but 
Um, I and that you know that and that might be because most of the team is over at AQ3D and all that. Um, so there's not like this huge core of like, like all the 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 golden era of like the people like making AQW because they're all over at AQ3D, which I don't blame them. That you know that's that's a really big thing. Um, but I don't know. That's just something I. I, I, I noticed. It, I, I mean, me personally, yeah, it did feel like uh, the releases back in the day did take me longer. But it's probably... Th- I think there's two like big factors that went into it. Uh, one, I was only pl- allowed to play on the weekend <laughs> when I was younger. <laughs> right. Uh, and then two, I was going around slapping things with warrior class. Like, yeah. a starting class, because that was... It was a one of the higher damage classes back in the day, so you know you had to kind of deal with a single target, yeah, not being able to hit everything, and then I just didn't have time to farm better classes at the time, honestly. Right. Um, and then I got Paladin High Lord, which it's, it's similar damage to Warrior, mm-hmm. uh, if it wasn't in a party, yeah, but it did it with an AOE attack. So that mm. was kind of revolutionary for my accounts yeah. and uh, what I was able to do. And, and I mean, yeah, you, there are some releases now that do take a little bit more time. Like Darkon's release took me a bit of time to beat. Yeah, I enjoyed Darkon's release releases. I'm like, okay, this is a good story. Um, I, I'm very invested in this. I like to. I like to really put all my focus in it because I really, really enjoy those releases. There was also the Star Wars themed, but not Star. It, it's on Arx's Twitter too, which is it, it was the one where we went into the future. Where I, I can't talk without spoiling the the story. Right. Um, but there's Mecha Doom Knights. Um. Uh. You're um. The the was it the Doomwood Part Three? Was it like yes. the, the Doom, Yeah, okay. Yeah, that was cool. Doomwood Part Three took a while it for did. me to go through. And it had a really cool armor to farm at the end of it. So I've always liked the, the Doomwood series. I remember when the first part of Doomwood came out. I was like, This is really cool. And uh I, I just like the whole the whole story that that brought to the table. And then, you know, finally kind of wrapping it up. It was it was cool. I liked it. It felt good. That was a good release. You're right. Dude, the, the chopping mall, the yes! all of the puns in that place, oh that is one of my favorite maps in the game, just yes. because of the puns everywhere. Because I had like a bunch of storefronts like in a mall, but they were all puns, and they were all really they were all really good. Even the map name is mall, as in you're going to like tear something up, like you're mauling something yeah. instead of mall, as in a store yeah, place. Yeah, exactly. So. I remember uh, one of the storefronts was Starbucks, but it was like Scarbucks or something. Scarbucks. Scarbucks, yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> that, was, that was a good one. Uh, yeah, that that is a really good map. I, I totally, I could not, that's funny that you bring that up. I could not, I was thinking about that, not as in recently, probably like months ago, but I would, or not months ago. I was thinking about that when the Doomwood came out and I was like, what is the name of that map? But, uh, yeah, Chopping Mall, that's right. I had to join the map just so I could get the puns. But there's um, World of Doom Knights for World of Warcraft. <laughs> okay, yeah. Grave Stop for GameStop. <laughs> Left 4 Dead 2. There's Scarbucks Coffee. Try our new Dracolich Cup. 
Scalding hot coffee every day. Blood bath and body works. <laughs> For bed bath and body works. Morticia's secret. Oh man, there there's there's one that's hidden by like my little where my health bar and mana bar is, but yeah. there's one behind it and I can't see the name of the store, right? Uh, because of it but there's wooden walden crooks i don't know what that one is it's like it looks like a bookstore radioactive shack (laughs) okay (laughs) god radio shack what (laughs) oh no i remember radio shack i had one right by my house i don't know that i've seen any in a while now that i think about it yeah radio shack kind of just disappeared Painless shoe source. That that's for uh pay less shoes. Oh, we have a uh, Evil Corp. We have a store from them. The oh, GNC. Yeah. Uh, General Necromancy Sensor. DK Jewelers. I don't know how they come up with these puns, man. My brain cannot. I can't do that either. I'm not. I'm not creative in that way. I'm not funny like that. Like I'm, I, I just can't do that. Uh, I know that um, both Arix and Aaliyah can both speak in pun really well. Very fluent in pun. You can't like write a language in pun because the pun has to be related to something else. But yeah, I feel like they could definitely speak their own language of puns, and no one else in the office would have any idea what they were saying. <laughs> they're they're sitting there like all day trying to scratch his brain, like what is he referring to when he says this like what is this and the puns were on point 10 out of 10 and yeah. this map i'm gonna cool. figure out what walden crooks was what, what could that it's a bookstore you said like in the game yes what on earth could that be what is it walden books is it really that easy it might be it was walden books so it's that easy I've never heard of Walden Books before. I'll, I'll, I'll look into the Wikipedia on it real quick and see when it shut down because I haven't seen it either. It is defunct, uh, the, wor- the word for like a store shutting down. I don't think I've ever used defunct <laughs> in a sentence. I've never seen this word before. There's so many words in the... Okay, apparently it's also a video game. Defunct is a video game. I saw that when I... Okay, yeah, no longer existing or functioning. I, I don't think I've ever used defunct. In a it shut down in 2011. Oh, really? So right after. That's kind of cool that there's kind of like a tombstone to the store inside of uh, AQW. That is cool. <laughs> I'm surprised that they didn't. I mean, I've never seen. There's. I've never. The store did not exist in a mall as far as I'm concerned. It was always an actual store, but I'm surprised they didn't. Or did they? I don't think they did do like a like a block like a blockbuster pun no there's got to be a blockbuster pun in here i refuse i refuse to believe that there's not a blockbuster pun inside of this game that's just asking for a pun you know i think i've seen some of them inside of malt like they were kind of set up like how game stops are set up now do you you know it's kind of crazy my brother's five years younger than me i don't think he remembers what blockbuster looks like oh 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 no (laughs) that I feel I feel old. <laughs> oh no. No. That's so weird to think. Oh my gosh, that is so weird to think that people younger than us don't remember certain things or oh man. That is so weird to me. I I don't know. I I recently found my it was my dad's his old Blockbuster membership card and I found it. 
Uh, that could sell for quite a bit on eBay. I, sure. I know. I found it somewhere in the house, and I was like, I am framing this because th- this is like finding gold. This is a rare find. I think my mom still carries hers on her keychain. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I still have the Blockbuster uh, membership card. That is so funny. I have some uh, some movies and video games from Blockbuster, too. Yeah. Oh, I think I do, too. I, I have I have one or two movies that, that just never got returned. <laughs> Those are with me forever. Um, man, oh, my gosh. Blockbuster was so cool. That was such a, a great thing. It, it was really cool going inside and seeing all of the stuff like put in front of you instead of having it on a screen it was it's so weird this is such a weird thing to like remember um but i'm sure other people remember this as well but i don't know why but something that always sticks with me is i remember i remember the smell of blockbuster (laughs) i don't know if that's weird but i remember what it was like like walking in and just like the smell of blockbuster it wasn't bad or anything but i just some reason that always stuck with me i'm like yeah, I remember what Blockbuster smells like. I think that's weird, actually, now that I say it out loud. I don't remember the smell, but I remember always getting uh, one of the Krabby Patty gummies yeah. when I went there. Yes. And they were oh 99 God. cents. Yes. Oh. And it was like the softest gummy you would put in your mouth ever. Yeah. And it was so good. I still get those today. I still... Really? Will, yeah. Uh, like, if like I'm going to work, we, we sell them at... at at my work so i i'll get them randomly as like a snack or if i go to the gas station they have them in like a pack of like 10 um i'll get them they're so good they're so good for some reason i don't know man blockbuster was was cool i just remember going to my friends and uh when we were younger going over like crossing the the main road uh without our parents knowing to go to blockbuster um we'd get like you know all of us together we'd go We'd, we'd pick out, it was so cool because we'd pick out a random game that like, oh, this sounds really cool, you know, and it was we like, we have a PlayStation 2 or a PlayStation 1, whatever. We'd get it and I forget how long they had for you to rent things, but however long that was, we would stay up like all night and day trying to beat it before we had to return it. <laughs> it was so great. And then we'd go back, return it, grab a new one, play it, try to find out everything about the game and you know, uh, uh, return it. That was so cool, man. People speedrun games for fun now, but back in the day, yeah. you had to speedrun. You there was a legitimate reason for you to speedrun the game. Oh yeah. And now that I think about it, I think one of the games that I have from Blockbuster that didn't get returned because I couldn't beat it mm-hmm. was the Adventures of Larry from uh, Veggie Tales. And he really? was like, yes, that game was so good. <laughs> That's awesome. There was this one game. I'm, I'm looking it up right now and I can't find it. I guess this isn't the name of the game. But for I don't know why, but I remember the name of the game being like Time Warp. But I'm looking at, I looked up on Google Images Time Warp and this is not the game. But uh, it was this, it was this game. I think it was on the original Xbox or... Uh, I don't remember what it was on, but it was this futuristic game where you played as this, uh, like RoboCop kind of guy, and you had this like ability to like freeze time and kind of like slow motion time, and like you would do all these cool like Matrix things, like fighting all these bad guys, 
And it it, it sounds like a simple concept, concept, but it was so much fun. Because that was the cool thing about Blockbuster. You would find these random gems of, like, games. And that's when games were, like, not redundant. Like, there weren't, there weren't, like, 20, like, 20 Call of Duties yet, you know? Like, there wasn't all these, like, just same games. Like, these were all, like, original, and they were all fun. And this is when games used to come with, believe it or not, games used to come with a little, a little, uh, booklet inside the thing, and they'd come with, like, maps, and they'd come with all, all these different things packed in to the thing, and I loved those little booklets. I would go, I, I would read like all the things because they have a lot of interesting like lore and um, monster information and clues to help you, you know, in the game. And I was like, ah, oh, this is great. And then for some reason, I don't know why, I guess because everything's on the internet and kind of at your fingertips, but they did away with that. And it, it that, that, that really hit me when I, I got a Nintendo Switch and I went to go buy a game. And I don't know if you have a Nintendo Switch, but I went to go buy a game. And, you know, I, I'm like, yes, I'm holding the game package. I'm like, this, this looks really cool. I like this. I open it. And I don't know. I just thought in the back of my head, maybe there'll be like, you know, some stuff in here. Opened it. And then right at the very bottom is just this little, it looks like a little like uh, SD card. And I'm like, and there's just nothing else in there. I almost missed it when I opened it because I didn't see it like right there. I had to. I was like, "Where's the? Oh, there it is." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, this is really sad," because <laughs> I'm like, "What the heck, man?" Like, I I missed that. That was that was such a big part of getting games for me was like having all the these manuals and and all the art in them. It was so much fun. But I remember when the PSP came out, and it mm. was such a like. I thought it was so cool that they had the little teeny tiny discs. Yeah. And you said like SD card and I was like, man, it's not even cool. Like, (laughs) no, it's it's not not cool. It's not fun anymore. (laughs) Like the little discs were like, it it was like, you know, it's a small disc. It's, it's a smaller version of something that we have. So it's cool. But like an SD card, I mean, okay. (gasps) It's so disappointing. (laughs) I'm pretty sure the people that like, you remember using floppy disks and stuff or probably yeah. like you know the sd card or when that thing was released it was <laughs> revolutionary like they, they're probably thinking the same they probably have a, diff- a completely different viewpoint but like yeah it, it's not and then you don't have the cool art on it either because nope. like you'd get games and like just the disc itself would look so cool i know <laughs> i i know <laughs> it was <laughs> ah, so those are the times of the past <laughs> it was ah like i get it technology is changing everything and I, I understand but my god those were I'm, I'm happy that i'm old enough that when those times were going on like I'm, I'm able to remember those times like completely i'm, I'm happy about that because kids nowadays man they have no idea how cool that was to go get a new game and open it up and the booklets in there and all this cool stuff they'll never know now they open it and see a little nintendo switch uh sd card at the bottom and nothing else 
Yeah, you just have the manuals telling you the instructions. Yep. Uh, it's like that you'd have the how to play. The controls would be in the very back. Yeah. And then um, it would show advertisements for other games like coming out. And I'm like, oh, that looks really cool. <laughs> now all the advertising is like through, I think, mostly YouTube for video games. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I just or, um, I miss all that. If man. you're a mobile gamer, you got your ads, but I don't know. Gaming has the gaming experience has changed so much. Uh, some good, some bad, but man, I just it was cool getting new like a new console like a PS2 or or like a GameCube or uh, all that and like the the intros when you turn on the console. Like, I'll never forget the PS2, just, like, intro sound of that, like, atmospheric, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> blow your ears up. I'm like, that's so cool. You, you don't get that nowadays. Like, my girlfriend has a PS5. Nothing like that happens. It's just, room it's on. I'm like, oh, what? Like, come on, man. Like, but, like, God, so much fun. So cool, but not anymore. Two things that have gotten out of this conversation is that RX, uh, you guys need to put a launch sound inside of your guys' launcher. Yeah. And, uh, hey, Malgor could always invade the mall, and then you guys could do an upgraded mall, you know, uh, update it, and get some more puns in there. That Just is saying. true, yes. So, uh, Malgor, if you're listening, you need to go to Doomwood, because we could have Doomwood part... <laughs> Four. <laughs> Malcor just sitting there, headphones on, scratching his head, like, "I'm on my way." <laughs> like, <laughs> oh no, yeah, yeah. If, if you guys are listening, on the off chance that you decide to have a listen and you got this far, <laughs> please, please do something like that. Have like a have a startup sound, please. <laughs> Even oh. Discord has a startup sound. Uh, now that I think about it, it goes. <laughs> Discord it, and then everybody thinks I'm a degenerate because I have an anime girl yelling at me when I open when my uh, uh-huh. PC connects to the internet. Yeah, but yeah, Discord does have a uh, opening sound. Oh, speaking of sounds, man, we have like we're still at the beginning of this article, but I'm gonna try to wrap this up so we can continue because we're already at what like an hour, almost an hour. But it was, but it's it's a good hour. There's a lot of a uh, lot of good stuff in there, but um. The sounds, if with this new, actually, this would be like a lot to ask. And they, they could probably do this with new releases, but I don't know. That would definitely be hard to do with the old ones. Um, but the sound effects and the the music in the game, because I learned like with Flash. Uh, very limiting. It's very limiting what you can do with audio. And the audio that you can get into it, it totally crushes the quality um or you have to make it kind of like bad quality because that's all it can handle uh so that would be a really cool thing like because because that's a that's a bit yeah yeah, right that's a that's a big thing um in games for me is like the music because that that can really affect like everything like dark souls does a great job at that but um, like I always say with movies fit like y- without music and without like a score and sound effects, you have no movie. Like it, it, it adds 
so the music and everything is like its own character. Like 75% of your movies is like the score and the Foley, the sound effects. Like it, that does so much. So with this new AQW, that would be a really cool thing for them to do. Uh, if they do, I don't even know if they still, if they even release music still like with releases. Cause I've, I've played with the sounds off and sound effects off for years and I have not turned them back on. I do not even know if they even do that um, still, but the concerts do have sound. Um, yeah. Let me go join the most recent map though. Okay. I think that main story uh, places do have music, but I don't think that the side really, Oh, uh, Kotaro's map has music. I, I may just eat my words right here. Oh, wow. Hold on. I, I don't know if, uh, so I have no idea if his stuff is going to be main storyline or what, because a lot of the faction stuff is kind of like side story. Yeah. But I, I mean, like Legion uh, and Nation used to be side story until recently with Malgor invading. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, you kind of get introduced to him doing the evil story. Uh, yeah. But other than that, it was completely side story. Oh, it has some, like, Neo-Tokyo music, is the best way I could describe it. It's pretty good. This is, a, this is definitely a banger. When I'm editing this, I'll go into the map and I'll record the music and kind of play it in the background when you're, since you're talking about it. I think the best ever, like, hitting, like, punching and fighting sound effects I've ever heard was actually recently in the trailer for the newest Batman movie coming out with Robert Pattinson. There's a scene where he's, like, beating up this thug, like, this bad guy, and those are the best, like, just in impact sound effects I've ever heard. I, I, like, got all giddy. I was like, oh, like, yeah, like, yeah, hell yeah, this is sick. If they could, oh, man, could you imagine when you're fighting, it's just like, oh, my gosh. I'm I'm geeking out right now. What could make it easier too is having each of the different weapon types have different like combat sounds. Cause like you got your guns, you got your maces, you got your knives. Yeah. I mean, some of the knives are guns though, so. Yeah, it's true. Or dual dual swords, but I mean, that or flaming fists. Yeah. It would it would probably be harder. <laughs> yeah. But they they they'll figure something out, you know. We'll it, it, it's Rx. Yeah. Who knows? They 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 might we're just, we we might just be talking about this for no reason. That they might already be doing that. But w- who knows is what I'm saying. But uh, okay, let's uh, man, that was good. That that brought back a lot of that was a good conversation. That brought back a lot of like talking about <laughs> blockbusters. Oh my gosh. Okay, I have three tabs open just on that conversation. <laughs> just on that conversation. All right, I'm we're gonna continue because. I could keep going on that forever, but I'm going to try to read these a little faster as we get through this. Um, Next little segment he talks about is that converting games is harder uh, than you think. The only thing harder than creating a brand new game is converting an existing one. I saw a tweet someone made that said something like they're already, they already have the code base. It should be, it should be easy to release it or it has been five years. Why have they not released this on mobile yet? It never occurred to me that most people do not know. They do not know the truth. Converting Adventure Quest Worlds out of Flash and into something that will run on your phone is about as easy as converting Chinese checkers to chess. And then he says, if you have never seen a Chinese checkers board, uh, Google the image. 
There is no easy way to one-to-one -one convert every single item, let alone 10 years of code, cutscenes, animations, and surprisingly complicated art. This is largely due to the amazing things Flash Autoscript 3.0 allowed us to do. It made the game truly unique. The Adventure Quest World's mobile team's focus has been on creating tools to convert the existing armor's items and functionality as closely as possible. I would love to write you a dedicated post on this, and soon we should start a design notes um, about this to about this to rapid track our progress. The team consists of Warlick, front end coding and conversation, Yurumi, back end server logic and database, Tunic, UI and interface, and a ton of shared people, including myself. Even though it will be a new game, we will have to recreate every single map, monster, pet, armor, item, story, quest, everything. The big goal of this game is to allow you to simply log in and have all your gear. It should be super fun. Until the, armor until the armor conversion process is finalized, we are often stuck in a holding pattern. I have been very weary of making any big posts until this is finalized. The, co the crazy color customization we do in AQ Worlds has been absolutely killing us, but we are getting closer every day. As I write this post, I am sitting in a meeting with Tunic working on the login screen. The goal is to still release Adventure Quest Worlds Mobile this year. He, he said the, the CC was killing him. Uh, they just recently fixed a CC glitch that's been in the game for so long. But I think what happened is they were messing with it in AQ3D. Uh -huh. And they're like, wait, we fixed it? And then they went back on AQW. And they're like, oh, we can fix it in here too. So white hair, uh, certain white hairs had a pink tint to it. But uh, it's not there anymore. Wait, are you serious? Yeah, I'm 100% serious. No way, I always noticed that. There was there was a set that I I would equip and I and it I liked it with white hair. And I always noticed I'm like why does it look slightly pink? Like I don't like that. Like the shadowy parts of it on the hair were like a a pink. And I was like I don't Yeah, it's gone. There's no more white uh pink hair. What? Oh, that's news to me. Okay. All right, that's good. You can't really compare it to anything else out there because it's so... Every language is so vastly different when it comes to coding. I mean, you got your ones and zeros, but they... <laughs> yeah. It's... My brain cannot comprehend... I mean, I'm also... I've been up for a while, so my yeah. brain's not at full capacity right now. Yeah. But um, my brain cannot comprehend anything that's even comparable to... Um, translating coding language languages. I mean, it's 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 a it's a whole language. It's it, that's that's hard. It's a lot. Like you got to think. Like like he said in the post, and I quote from the post: "There, uh, there is no easy way to one to one convert every single item, let alone ten years of code, cutscenes, animation, surprisingly complicated art. That's a lot of ten years of all that. That's so much." You have to dig back so far to find all that and then try to convert it. There, that's it, it, it. I don't think there's a way to to speed up that process. It. This is what we have, and this is the converting method, and this is how long it's gonna take. Like that's it's a long time. Yeah, you can't just click a button and let it do it for you. You have to do it by hand. Sadly, him saying they have to recreate all these maps and everything. That's. You know, that's, uh, that you almost need, I mean, they do have, like, a whole team working on that, but even if you had, 
all, all the coders and everything from every other game, like putting those games on halt and solely working on this, that would still take a long time. I wonder if that's where J6 has been, because he, he's usually the one that does all the maps, uh, to mm-hmm. my knowledge. There's a... Arlette? Okay, thank you. I'm, 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 I'm bad with names, and there, there's so many to remember in, in AQW and everything, but yes, Arlette, she uh, does maps also. But yeah, I don't know. J6 is a... I've always liked J6. He he's cool. J6 is cool. I yeah. I, re- I really I, I want, we should try to have J6 on that be if he would ever do that if he can that'd be so sick. I have so many questions for J6. I was thinking about it if we ever have him on we're go- going to have to like put a voice mod on him to where it sounds like he's talking through a helmet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll just download like uh, if he's okay with it. <laughs> if he's fine with it, yeah. Just have him download the like the the voice mod thing for Discord and pick one that sounds like that fits J6. So that would be uh that'd be so cool. <laughs> um yeah, we should try that. But um yeah, there's so much that needs to happen for this to work. I I, I don't know if people feel like, oh, it's flash, it's easy and it's twenty twenty one. Why can't you convert it so fast? Like, boom, do it. There there's there's a lot to do. Um people need patience. Patience is a virtue. Another thing is is I mean we we knew Flash was dying about like a year out before it happened, but it yeah. it kind of came fast. It was like yo, it did. Um, the Grim Grim Reaper came knocking, yeah. like a SWAT team. So Flash is dead and gone now. Flash but, is dead and gone. I mean, not it's dead. It's not gone because they can't. You can't uninstall it from my computer government. You're not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm keeping it. But uh, I, did you see on, on Twitter, again, bad with names, uh, or Artix actually posted it, um, and it seemed Tunic UI and interface. I, I wonder if, if Tunic did it, but um, the he posted a picture of the uh, um, the inventory for yes. Uh, it, and like the newer, like when he the one photo he posted, like the, and then he after this he posted another photo, like uh, or what, did he or someone did like a side by side comparison? Or no, Artix did because they updated it again, and and asked us what we thought. And like the old, like or the the newer version they posted, kind of looked like the AQ light like character creation screen with like the background picture in the background, and uh, everything, but. Like the the newer one that they updated because everyone's like I don't I kind of like the old one that you posted like months ago, and then they kind of I think they went off that and then also like they improved the older one but kind of kept it in that same way and the newer one that he posted looks ten times better, it looks it looks so good. I kind of hope that they uh, have a classic option for the inventory screen. Yeah, because I'm so used to it that like if it changed, I wouldn't have any like uh, I think I don't know if it was you and me that touched on this, but like mm-hmm. if you have a messy room, you know where everything is. Uh, I I remember saying some of that. I don't it might have been you and me, but I, I think I also remember talking about that in maybe one of the, my older episodes. Like I, I talked about how if I have like a pile of just say like cords and it's in a crazy messy pile. I know where ever I know what all those cords do and I know exactly where what cord I need is. Um and if anyone were to organize them and put them away somewhere, I would be lost. I'd be like, "Wait, no. Where 
where is this? Like, I, I know where everything is, and it's weird. I feel like that would happen to me if they changed the inventory, because, okay, I, I know exactly where my main armor set is, because I have the position of it and my inventory memorized. Like, I have 301 things in my inventory, I know where every single one of them is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but if they change how the inventory looks, I'm going to have no idea where anything is. That would be... That that would I'd be like yeah I'd probably do the same way I'd be like oh wait what because well we've been used to it for ten plus years so for it to change is like oh man uh like I lost recently I lost a little like a like a little um like a Wi-Fi adapter and uh my friend needed it and I was like wait or I I I I, I can't remember what happened but I it was like at first, I was like, wait, where did I put that? And I was like, oh, yeah, I know where it is. And it was literally, like, under a stack of papers over on this, like, desk over in the other side of the room. And I was like, oh, there it is. Like, I knew where it was. <laughs> it, it's weird. Like, I I don't know. Like, I know where, where things are. So, that, that would be weird if uh, they changed it. That would take some time to get used to. So, continuing on, uh, did you have anything else to say on uh, the little snippet i read no okay we <laughs> we need to get through it too. So <laughs> yeah, even we, if i did yeah we'll forever hold my peace we, okay we'll never know what thread had to say if he did uh looking at the future next year will be the 20th century or 20th century oh my gosh next year will be the 20th anniversary of the original adventure quest should we apply for a guinness book of world records for 20 years of non-stop weekly releases i yeah, I think, yeah, you should, actually, why not? The process and techniques we are building for AQ Worlds are important to all of our original games because AQ Worlds is by far the hardest, mastering, or is the hardest. Mastering this will allow us to recreate our other games, too, of course. Uh, you probably were already thinking this. Okay, so that was just like, hey, should we? Okay. Uh, other projects and weird stuff. Our battle concerts with Korn, Breaking Benjamin, Alice in Chains, and Dreamers were a hit. I've been looking for some interesting things for us to do next. Our truly live events are one of the, I can't talk now, one of the fun and unique things we can do. I would like to double down on that experience and make and take it to the next level. A bunch of our stranger side projects are getting close to the finish line. The Gravelin, Gravelin comic book, the retro NES game Dungeons and Doom Knights, the real-life agents, the Pulture Helmets, and new stuff coming to Hero Mart. Did you see the, on J6's Twitter the, the helmet? Oh, my God. And the Dage helmet? Dude, if... Okay. Thanks to buy. I, I don't care how much money's in my bank dude, account. Dude, I, w- I, will, I will buy one of those. I will buy both of those. Mm-hmm. It, the, I don't... Put a class with it, please. Um, oh, my gosh. I'm friends with the person that's doing the comic. Yeah. So I, I'm trying really hard to keep, like shut my mouth. Oh yeah. About it. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Okay, the concerts. Yeah. Um, the concert class is actually one of my favorite classes in the game because mm-hmm. it has a combo and it feels like you're doing a rhythm when you're doing when you're playing that class. Really? Yes. Okay. And uh, also the animations are sick. Like. Hmm actually sick like you you're vomiting on somebody <laughs> yeah um <laughs> it, it's like okay and and you get to walk around on 12k hp like Ooh. what it like 
you, you have a boss health bar. You do good damage. You have good sustain. Mm-hmm. And it's it's the it's necromancer, but better. But better. And, okay. Mm-hmm. That that's what the concert class is, and a lot of I've convinced people so, uh, that Shadow Ripper is my personal class because nobody's ever seen it because of the concert. Every single concert they do, yeah, they do or not every single concert. I don't think they did it for Dreamers. Um, but they release a reskinned version of the concert class uh-huh. with um, a different name and but same skills. And right. there's two versions of it. There's the new version, mm-hmm. which is I would compare it to Legion Doom Knight. Um, on like. It might not be as strong as Legion Doom Knight, but it does the same thing that Legion Doom Knight does, but with a little bit less damage. Uh-huh. And then the other one, which is harder to get, yeah. is the... It's basically Big Boy Necromancer. Uh-huh. I love that class so much. That is... Yeah. Like, I- I'm constantly wearing Legion Revenant, but... Mm-hmm. The, the concert class is my fa- my actually my favorite. It's not like I'm betraying the Legion right here, but it's <laughs> not Legion Revenant. Yeah. I don't I don't have the uh the concert class. I'll have to check that out next concert they do. Speaking of speaking of uh like concerts in game, I if I'm not mistaken, I think like the first time they ever did something si- like similar, it's not what the battle concerts are now. But similar was when they had that, <coughs> excuse me, when they had that band, I really don't want to get their name wrong, but I'm going to look at it really quick. One Eye Doll or Voltaire? Oh, you know what? Actually, it might have been, I was, no, it actually might have been that. I was thinking of, um, man, yeah, you're right. How could I for, How could I forget that? That was definitely the first times they really did that. Um, uh, I remember they. it was a band called uh let me they might be giants oh do you remember that oh yes that's a yulgar quest line (laughs) (laughs) we looped back to yulgar somehow yeah um that was cool i really and 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 it turned me on to a a band i mean i haven't listened to them since then but when that was going on i was like really into their music they were really good another op class came out with that the vindicator of they yeah so cool like it looked so okay i remember uh i was one day away from getting it yeah before it went rare yeah and i was so upset dude i like i think i literally i I may have cried (laughs) (laughs) it might have happened yeah, I mean, I uh, I don't know, donated it, but uh, yeah, yeah uh, I think I, I, I must have been like 14. 14 year old Thread cried right. over uh, <laughs> not getting Vindicator of Day. Yeah. But when I came back to the game, I had all the tokens except for one turn in mm-hmm. for Collector. So yeah, that happened. That happened. Yeah, I I, I didn't get that class, and I should have. I'm, I'm I mean, I'm gonna have to now, item of donate it, but. Uh, Collector is the same class as Vindicator of They, uh-huh. but the damage numbers are different. Um, 
I think Vindicator of They has more damage on the DOT, whereas Collector has more damage on the Burst. But I think they do very close numbers. Gotcha. I, I think Vindicator is a little bit higher, though. Right. When that Gravelin comic book comes out, I'm definitely going to read that. I, I would like to. Because I, I've never... I never really indulged myself in comics before. And I, I'd like to, to, you know, kind of read some, but I th- I'll definitely be reading that one because it's something I, I understand. So it'll be, it'll, it'll be cool for me to, to read it. And the, the retro NES game, the Dungeons and Doom Knights, I'm definitely going to get that because I have an NES. I'm going to buy the, I'm going to buy the actual cartridge because, and, and when I do that, I, I'm no tech wizard, so I obviously have to look up how to do this, but there has, I know there's a way, and if it, well, it, I want to be able to record the footage from the NES, and have, like, my camera, like, filming, like, my hands playing the controller, um, that's something I'm I'm trying to do, I want to do research on, because there has to be a way, my friend, he's really, like, like, very, tech savvy in that way like he he's good at figuring out how to do stuff like that and I remember I thought I I think I saw someone on YouTube do that but like I don't know if it's the only way to do it but it was kind of complicated there's a like it was very complicated actually so I might I'm gonna try if I can I'm definitely gonna try to do that and and throw it up on the lanky channel because I think that would just be cool um but if I can't do it that way then I mean I'm still gonna get the cartridge because I, I want that, um, but then I'll, I'll do like the the computer version so I can just record it, you know, with OBS or something. I might get one for my grandpa. Uh, he he has an NES that sits in his spare bedroom, and uh, oh yeah, this man is the most like he is the oldest gamer I have ever <laughs> seen. Really? Yes, he like and he's gamer down to like the very definition. Like this dude. Uh, his diet consists of Mountain Dew and Vienna sausages, and <laughs> that strictly that. Yeah. Um, he has a garden in his front yard, and all he does is manage his garden. Mm-hmm. And um, he he will beat the NES games that he has currently over and over again. Like I think he may hold the world record record for uh, times cleared on uh super mario bros that's awesome like he's very humble about it though like this this man he can clear any single level in that game with ease yeah like he has it all memorized that's so cool yeah he's he's an inspir- he's a gaming inspiration for me except he the only thing that i think um actually no he has a catheter in so he doesn't get up to go to the use the bathroom he just sits there and just games. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh he probably showers though. He probably. Yeah. So yeah. he's not he's not fully ascended to the uh gamer god, but he's pretty close. He's like I'm a, I'm a gamer, but come on. I you know. <laughs> I I have to shower. I, I got to. I got to, you know. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, if you are able to get the cartridge and get that from him for a little bit so you can play it on the that would be that would just be a cool experience just to be able to play it like that i don't know if it's gonna be multiplayer or not either because mm-hmm. I, I think it's in the early stages of it though right 
So, I mean, yeah, and I can't really... I'm not Artix. I have no idea what's going on with the NES game, but I'll definitely be picking it up when it comes out. Definitely. Oh, for sure. Uh, all, I, all of the items listed will be picked up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. I want the I want the gold cartridge. It just looks nice. Yeah, it looks really cool. It does. It stands out a lot. Yeah. There... There's a red cartridge that he has that it was like, oh, it's red. It's so much cooler than the other cartridges. Oh no, man, that the red one might might be might be pretty dang cool. That's it, one of my my two colors that I like are red and black. So I might uh, might have to. Um, uh, yeah, we're almost done with this article. There's like two more things that he talks about, and then we'll 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 uh, and then because we don't have much time left, but we'll we'll fly through the Discord questions because they're not. They're not hard. They're just kind of fun questions that I want to ask you. Um, okay, so the Secret Underground Lab gets a facelift. It has been over a year since we have finally, or since we have had any tours of the lab, and for good reason. Everyone has been working from home since the start of the pandemic. We are getting ready to open things back up, though. Right now, at the lab, the carpets are being ripped up to be replaced, and the walls are getting a fresh coat of paint which means we finally get to replace that ugly yellow color on the wall in my office. You guys have probably seen that in the Arcs Entertainment YouTube channel. You've seen the Underground Lab. There was a weird yellow color. I am eager to work side-by-side side with the team again. We have a ton of new team members whom I have never met in real life. This includes Blaze, Avalon, Tunic, Balerio. He wrote Avalon again. Whoops. Typo. Uh, Bat and others. One thing is for sure, the telecommuting... The telecommuting... That was, that that threw me off for a second. Will be a regular part of our new normal. I think a lot of game companies are finding this to be true. I wonder if that's made things easier. I mean, I want to know. I don't own a company, so I'm not like I don't talk to a bunch of employees. Yet. You know what I mean? So I was head of something mm-hmm. uh, with my job, and yeah. it was kind of annoying, honestly. Was uh, it? It being responsible, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, uh, yeah I could imagine. Because it's like, oh, you're at home? Well, get on the meeting, schlump, you know? Yeah. Because I, I had to go relay relay everything to everybody that was not under me, but my, my co-workers. Yeah. I had to be at every single one of the meetings, and it didn't matter if it was rain, shine, snow, uh, middle of the night, I had to be in that meeting because... It, I didn't have an excuse not to be because all yeah. I had to do was get to my computer. Exactly. But it's made it a lot easier to get information out because I don't have to be there physically, which means, or I mean, you could even put it in your ear like a podcast if you really wanted to. Yeah. As long as you can hear what they're talking about. I, I just always feel like doing everything in person is always better. Like, because it's hard to, to talk like on Discord or something like it it would be it, like think of this like it'd be a lot easier for us to do this podcast in person like having a conversation with a like face to face with someone it's just easier for a conversation to flow um and then i feel like if things just go to talking through discord and doing it like telecommuting and and not so much in person anymore people like lose that 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 skill of like talking to people <laughs> you you forget how to talk to someone in person uh, but I mean, I, I, in some aspects I could definitely see that like helping a lot of things for sure. And the last thing, uh, he is, uh, he kind of talks about his life and work schedule. I'm going to fly through this. He talks about 
it's pretty interesting because I've already read this. So I, I think people will find this interesting as well. So my life and work schedule, work harder, not smarter. For the past two years, I've been burning the candle at both ends and also in the middle. 100% my own fault. I'm grateful for it. You probably do not know this, but two and a half years ago, I hit a super rough patch and lost my fire. Hey, working on anything for nearly 20 years and it's bound to happen. To rekindle my love for video games and creativity, I got a stick and went on a walk in the woods. Spent a lot of time thinking back to when I was little. Remember what it was like going to my friend's house and sitting on his couch, watching him play video games on his Nintendo. Because he would not let me play. Though all the games, movies, and experiences that shaped who I am. Oh, thought of all those experiences, sorry. Skipping a longer version of this story, I got my old NES out of storage and tra to train my kids classically. This, of course, led directly to creating the 8-bit NES project, Dungeons & Doom Nights. It was a personal project that I would build in my spare time to reignite my inner flame. You can see it in my eyes when I talk about it, but it was supposed to be a two-month project, not two years. I feel safe talking about this because of how close it is to being finished, but wow has it been a weird personal journey that has changed me. I wake up early in the morning than I would like. The kids wake me up first, jump on me, three high-speed 50-pound alarms that show no mercy. I start work around 9.30 a.m. and work on the major AE games until 6.30-ish p.m. Glazelle is my handler and is typically in my voice chat with me for those eight to nine hours. Then I have about three hours of quality family, tra family time training my little ninjas. I put them to bed around 9.30 p.m. and return to my computer to work on my night project. From 9.30 p.m. to about 1 a.m., I work on Dungeons and Doom Nights with Clarion. Then repeat. Been doing this 11-hour-ish schedule nearly every day, weekdays, and weekends for the past two years. For far too long, I have z had zero free time. I have a hard time going to sleep after I wrap up, so I normally put some series on Netflix and fall asleep after 15 minutes. No idea why, but Star Trek The Next Generation is often my go-to. I've never watched Star Trek, ever. <laughs> Hindsight being 2021, 20, it should have been possible to have done this without sacrificing so much. But there is no greater feeling than actually finishing something you have worked on that you have worked that hard on. That is true for anything you put your heart and soul into. And it will definitely be true for all of the game projects we talked about today. If you're still reading this, wow and thank you. This was a bit of a novel. I used to write nearly every design notes post, but I don't think these article style updates are the best way to communicate daily anymore. I'm going to experiment with video to I'm going to experiment with video to rapid fire our progress updates. Super looking forward to being back in the lab to do it. Was nice talking to you again. Let's keep it going. Battle on Artix. That sounds like a stressful work schedule, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah. Uh, being in a voice call for that long, I don't remember how long I said. Yeah, uh, But yeah, that's like a long time. Eight to nine hours. Yeah. That would, uh, that is a long time. And and plus, you like, you're at home, too. So, you're, you're like, sitting on your computer all comfortable and stuff, and you can, you're, you're, like, home, but you have to work, you know? And you're sitting there. That, that would be very daunting even um when i was working from home uh they shortened the hours because they didn't want uh us to be on like on a computer sitting on our butt that long yeah i think it was five hours on a computer right it, it was so tiring I, I don't understand how he can do nine like eight to nine hours doing yeah that. It's different 
if like you're playing a game because time flies by so fast it's pretty easy to play a game so your computer for five hours and, and play a game but like yeah they're creating games and stuff but it's it's work it's still work you know what i mean it's not it's not like they're all kicking back playing you know games they're working so uh that would be so hard to do i i don't know if i could do that man that's a very stressful schedule he also said that he took his nintendo out of storage yeah and it kind of made me think that there was like a, a meme going around the community uh saying that all the servers ran off of rx's old computers yeah. which i'm pretty sure it, it that's actually how it goes like i'm I, I think the servers are actually running off of some of his computers right i was like and then i was like huh He's not using the NES to run another server. <laughs> He's not using the <laughs> NES. <laughs> That's yeah. I was like, oh, he's got an old piece of tech that he's not using but i mean I, I, that's also another thing that i could be completely lying about i have no idea what the servers run on right but actually uh speaking of like game consoles running servers uh i heard that nasa has mm-hmm. um i think it's ps4s that they use as server yeah they what? use as servers nasa i don't even how do you do that I, how do you use a no idea how do you do that? I mean, That's I guess a, leave it up to NASA to figure out how to do it, but how do you... What? I don't know if it's NASA. It's one of the bigger companies, I, and I don't think it's Elon Musk. So it, it was either him or NASA. Honestly, I feel like it would be Elon Musk just for the meme, just because he's a... He memes a lot. So I feel like you'd be like, yeah, I'm running servers off of PS4. <laughs> like, like, it's that easy. <laughs> why, why can't you guys do this? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just rubbing it in like, okay, <laughs> shut up, dude. <laughs> like, you're doing all this cool tech and stuff. <laughs> like, I hate you kind of, but like <laughs> I don't think he I don't think he's there to brag, but like No. He he's just so awesome that <laughs> the, just the aura that he radiates is just awesomeness. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't blame him for bragging. When you've done things that he's done, you're in that position, you kinda earn the right to brag. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. So I wouldn't I wouldn't be upset if uh he was bragging. But it's good to know that, you know, within that schedule he's he's is taking time to work on dungeons and doom nights and and all this and they're working long hours to get all this stuff done. Like it it kinda this whole little post about the his 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 schedule and stuff kind of puts into perspective that they're basically constantly working and only sleeping for like five six hours basically maybe even less at some sometimes they're just like us yeah exactly they're just like us but they're 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 creating they're creating the games so but uh that was the basically the and did you notice the pictures in this post of Artix he he looks like an action figure I don't know it looks like so you know how Apple did the thing where you can like have it scan your face, oh and yeah, and make an emoji off. Your, that's what it looks like. That's when I first saw this, I was like, huh? <laughs> I was like, Arctic has got plastic surgery. <laughs> it was weirding me out because like I know <laughs> I, I didn't know if the rest of it was also yeah, yeah. not real, but I think the rest of it's real. I I still can't tell. I can't tell either. When I the the very first picture like that is about this i was like arix doesn't look like action figure handsome like that like no one looks like that like i was like uh, what i was like is this a new action figure like is he gonna talk about that like he didn't even mention about like 
what do you guys think of the photos? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. That was just something I noticed. I'm sure everyone else that read this post knows that. They're like, what? But I haven't seen anything on Twitter about it. Like, what's up with these photos? Like, why do you look like a, like a Toy Story character? <laughs> oh, all right. Um, so that was the post. I'm going to quickly uh, run through the Discord questions. We don't have to. One second, because we also did miss uh, oh, a what did, question what did on we miss? Twitter. Oh, yeah, go ahead. It was t- uh, Tana. Tana, yeah. So, um, yeah, so it, it was who are you and what do you do, ah, I think. Yes. Okay. So, I'm Thread. Uh, I've been playing Adventure Quest for almost 11 years now. Or Adventure Quest Worlds. I've been playing Adventure Quest longer than that. Um, what I do now is... I'm, I've been trying to get more involved in the community, uh, trying to get some community stuff set up before I have to leave. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's that's what I do. I, I'm trying to be active in the community, and that's really all I do. That's good that you, you reminded me of that, because I would have forgot that we did miss a Twitter question. Um, so, Discord questions, uh, digital Discord person on the discord server uh if you guys haven't joined the discord server i'll tweet it out i I need to tweet out more than i do because the link keeps expiring but i will tweet it anti sam actually posted on twitter any chance we will get a new or get new ae action figures and restock in artics and some pulture action figures and there's a picture of dracith and artics behind him the action figures yeah i don't i never got any of the action figures i think those would be cool to have I have arcs. Um, don't have the sepulcher one though. Mm-hmm. That that'd be cool. But mm, I I really like arcs. He sits on my uh, shelf and he has his axe raised in the air. Yeah, that's awesome. But they never sold the Dracif one. Yeah, I, I didn't know even what? know that was a thing. I didn't either. That's what, like when you sent me that, I was like kind of confused and I stumbled on my upon my words, but. I, I'm, I apologize for that, everyone listening, but I was looking at this trying to figure out, like, I don't, re- what is that? I don't remember them ever selling that, but yeah, that's a really, that'd be a really cool action figure to have. Oh, yeah. That'd One, be awesome. the, the original bad boy of uh, yeah. Adventure Quest. Yeah, the, ori- the original bad boy. Discord questions. Uh, Digital X asks, what got them, what, okay, what got them, what got you uh, thread into art uh, I would feel it would be uh, an interesting one yeah it was literally just to troll my friend uh, like I said in the last episode I put um, yeah. rip nation on one of the tombstones in my first ever piece that I had commissioned right and uh, I thought it was hilarious at the time but he the artist made it look really cool so I continued to do art art to commission art pieces so my my end goal was to commission everybody and the arcs entertainment art world um obviously not every single like person who makes armors in the game because that would be it's stupidly expensive and uh yeah talk about yeah that'd be extremely expensive i wouldn't even know what to commission them like my brain can't come up with that many original ideas I don't know how they've been doing it for 12 years. Yergi asks, well, they kind of 
just said still rooting for guild houses and i'm new to guilds but what do you think about guild houses if they're gonna do guild houses they're gonna have to release a bunch of them at once but it, I, i'm pretty sure that um arlette could mm-hmm. probably whip those out pretty fast if uh she was given that task yeah probably. um like get a nation one get a legion one get uh get an evil one get a good one get the celestial one you know yeah you could even do a dark on one that would be so um, <laughs> maybe a kotor one yeah but yeah it, if they're gonna do guild houses that i think that's the route they should <clears throat> go with it because that kind of gives your guild more of a theme than just having whatever house that you have on be the guild house yeah what do you i just saw this what do you think I don't know if this is even possible. So I guess this is just kind of a theoretical idea. But um, what if they released, like, what if you get a guild house and you could purchase a guild house for your guild, um, like you do, like a normal house, or you know, I guess you could do it in a shop, or you could go to the centaur house place. Um, but what if you could have a house and have a list of different like styles of house, like layouts, basically like four plans. Um, and you know, it would just be a completely empty house like normal. It's not decorated, obviously. Um, but you could kind of color customize each room to fit like your, like a, like maybe a color theme that you have for your guild. So like it's unique to every person. I don't know if that's possible, but I think that'd be cool. Like if they put worked on a project where they put a lot of time and focus into being able to really customize like your own guild house. The original plan for guild housing, uh, I remember testing it out and, um, it used to be like an avenue, like Mm -hmm. that would lead to everybody in the guild's house. Really? So, Yes. I, I don't know if it was everybody in the guild or if it was just the officers, but that was the original plan for it. Whoa, that's interesting. Um, some cool things that they could do. Not, I think, yeah, color customization would be really cool for each of the rooms. Yeah. But I think that guild achievements would be sick too. And then oh, yeah. uh, your guild could have different achievements like hung up in the your guild hall or whatever. Yeah. But just another way of flexing in game Um, (laughs) yeah pretty much yeah that would be really cool because that would also give guilds a reason to exist you know to flex like hey look at us we got all of these achievements on our wall what do you got right oh you chat and yulgar (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) stuff like that i got one more question and the last three are pretty easy to answer so we're gonna rapid fire those the last three hikari asks I noticed he uh, thread commissions a good bit of artists for his OCs, um, or his OC. What influenced him to create the atmosphere in the commissions that you usually go for? I don't do that. Um, it's so the first one I did. I did the, the very first commission was great. It was in a graveyard, and it was because I wanted to do it on the tombstone. Right. All of the other ones that have been like in the dark, gloomy atmosphere atmosphere um all of those have been up to the artist because 
I'll give the artist my... They call it... I don't like calling it an OC because I'm taking art that other people did and smashing it together. Right. But um, I, I do actually have a version of Thread that is completely original art. Um, nice. That is a little bit inspired... I mean, it is inspired by my set, but... Mm-hmm. I can send that to you. I'm not going to show everybody that. Right, right. But when it's finished, uh, you got, I'll make sure it's, you guys can see it. Um, nice. But, uh, yeah, I, I give them my character from Adventure Quest Worlds, and I'm like, yo, here's this. Go make something sick, you know? Yeah. The The one that I'm using as my Discord profile picture uh, he's friends with Darkon, the artist that did this. Nice. So I thought that was really cool. That is cool. Um, but yeah, I literally told him, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do your most expensive package. I want you, I want you to do the best art that you've done so far, you know? Yeah. Because that's what a lot of people say, uh, when they do do, uh, one of my things, they're like, yo, I think this is the best thing that I've done. And I'm like, you know what? That's more than I could have asked mm-hmm. for, you know? Right. But, definitely. yeah, I, I think the, the whole graveyard theme really does fit him, just because he has the, the whole cross on his back, he's undead, mm-hmm. and he's got a crow. And he's got a crow. So. I like the crow, the crow's a really good touch. <laughs> Alright, so, these are all segment ideas, uh, which is why I'm asking them, I'm gonna make them part of, like, segments and ask people when we interview people because I think they're interesting. I'd like to hear what they have to say and I want to hear what you have to say. So we're going to rapid fire these um, or, and you know, answer them to the best and give as much information as you can. Um, so Hikari asks a theoretical event. What kind of atmosphere would you like to establish? What scenery would you put in a place to put a certain feeling in the player's mind when you traverse the area? What thoughts would you want them to have? There was this scene that Jester made. Uh, Jester is one of my favorite artists on Twitter. Um, but it was a map. Or it wasn't a map. It was just scenery with giant stone swords sticking out of it. Uh-huh. And I think that would be sick for a sword ha- haven story. Okay. Because you don't really have a super like super powerful characters from sword haven right yeah uh i think a round table like story for them would be sick and maybe have like seven knights from sword haven and have their seven gigantic swords sticking out of the ground and then they shrink down whenever the knights return to them or something so that they can actually wield them but okay like it, it just, and I think Arlette uh, asked if she could make an AQW map off of it, mm-hmm. and he said sure. Um, so it might already be in the works. What I'm what I'm talking about, but nice. it was so cool looking. Like, just giant swords are cool. Period. Yeah, definitely. That sounds real. Wow, that was a real, that was a really good answer. That sounds cool. <laughs> giant things in general have so much power to them because. Mm-hmm. they're so much larger than you. Like, I, when I look at a mountain, I'm like, I can climb that, but I don't, 
I can't comprehend, like, especially when they're farther away, how many steps it's going to take me to get up that mountain. Yeah. So, there yeah. there are things in Adventure Quest now that are, like, huge. Right. So, they, they, they just there's that. Put in perspective how small you really are. <laughs> mm. Wow. Like, Geyser, I think is his name. Uh-huh. His or her, I don't... There, there's two of them, and they're both huge. That was a good answer. I like that one. Um, and Anatus asks NPC battles. Pick two NPCs and talk about who would win in a fight to the death. The champion of darkness and the champion of light, Gravelin and Arx. I think that would be a sick battle. That would be um, sick. You kind of see something similar to this uh, in the backstory of. Sepulcher, Altion, and Altion's mm-hmm. wife, because they all wield a dragon. And yeah. I know that the cha- I think we're also the champion of time, because we're the time dragon. Oh yeah. But um, Arx is the champion of darkness. Mm-hmm. He has the dark dragon form that he can turn into, right? Yeah. Graveland is a champion of light, correct? Or am I just tripping? Not entirely sure. But that... So if he can transform into Big Black Dragon, she should be able to turn into Big Light Dragon, you know? Right. That that battle could go all kinds of different ways. It could. And yes, she is the champion of light. Graveland is the daughter of Doomite Sepulcher and Lanaria Altion, King Altion's wife. She is the empress of the Shadow Scythe, the main force of evil of the world of war. She is also the champion of light. Awesome. So I'm not, not tripping, tripping that hard. You're yes. not <laughs> tripping. No. Alrighty. Uh, and the last one J- comes from J6. Uh, theoretical Adventure Quest movie discussion. What would the story be? Who to follow? Animated or live action? Who would be cast? Mandalorian, uh, but J6. And parodies all over the place would be very good. Either that or... Um, so I-, I love Sword Haven, dude. Omega Chad Altion. Um... He's so cool. I really <laughs> wish. Omega Chad Altion. <laughs> yeah, and Simp Ultra. Um, yeah. I, I really wish that they would... Like, that That whole story is so cool. The How Simp Ultra came to be and how Sword Haven came to be, all of that. Mm-hmm. And Altion, them taking over the... I forgot what it was. Doomhaven? Yeah, they took over... Doomhaven, and uh-huh. that is what is now Swordhaven. Right. So, I think that would make a really cool story, too. That would be cool. Would it be animated or live action? I was going to say, I feel like animation would probably do it more justice, because it's a lot easier to animate, like, really cool things. Like, you look at anime, and uh, yeah. you see the fight scenes that they have there, and you, there's always magic stuff going on, yeah. and it's it looks so cool. But then even now we have like the Avengers. Right. There's magic and stuff that goes on in there, and it looks it just as good as anime. Yeah. Like, I mean, you do get the moments where sometimes, it, like, actors are just falling over and stuff because they got hit lightly. But yeah, overall, it looks really cool. But I do think that the origins of Sword Haven would be sick. And if you could, if you are able to think of any. Any actors or actresses, who who would you cast 
No idea. <laughs> no, no idea. I can't. <laughs> I'm trying to think who could who could play a king like Altion or something. Before he got his like kingly appearance, he looked just like um Garen from League of Legends is the best the closest thing I can think of. But I don't know who could do that well. I feel like we have to we have to fit Hugh Jackman in there somehow. I feel like Hugh Jackman could probably be one of the bad guys in there. I think Big Hugh could be in there. One hundred percent. If we're gonna put him in there, we might as well put um who's the other Canadian that does Marvel? He also did DC. Why can I not think of him? He uh, he does Aviator. Um, the drink. Friend. Uh, oh um, yeah um. Oh my gosh. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, put him in there too. If we're going to play Hugh Jackman, we get him in there <laughs> I too. mean, yeah, why not? <laughs> Alrighty. I think that wraps up. I think things are winding down and we answered everything. We talked about the post and all that. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention is because I saw this as we're recording that talking about the new release coming this Friday, I believe this is the release that Inanitus wrote. Um, so that, that'll be exciting to see that. And Alina posted a picture of the area and a character uh, named Fames, Fames or Flames, um, guard armor. And Tana Pyre actually created a character from his time at, working or doing art for AE called uh, Flame or Fiam. I'm definitely pronouncing that wrong. Um, so he's thinking maybe that might be the character that he created that's going to be in it. If so, that's cool. Um, so I thought I would mention that because he seemed very excited about it. So if that happens, that's awesome. Um, and I believe that was it. Yeah, that's it. All righty. That, ladies and gentlemen, was AdventureCast episode 8. Um, if you guys enjoyed this episode, whatever you're listening... Here, actually, in the comments, if you're... Well, if you're listening to this on YouTube or whatever you're listening to it on, go to YouTube and go in the comments. Tell me what you're listening to this on because I checked the analytics for the podcast and I believe it said most people are listening to this on Spotify on iOS, actually. Um... I'm just curious is all uh, just to see what people are listening to this. And also leave in the comments if you want me to on the videos, because when I when I when I upload this to YouTube and when I'm editing this, you know, I just put the thumbnail and a time code at the bottom uh, left of the screen. But do you guys want me to like put on screen what we're talking about? Um, and because I, I think like people aren't really there's nothing to watch, really. It's not like a it's a. You're just listening, you know, so I, I, I'm just curious to see what people want and if that would be something because, you know, when when we're talking about things, are people like, oh, I wonder if he's putting on screen what they're talking about, like pictures or whatever. So if you want me to do that, let me know. Um, I'll definitely try to try to work that into the into the videos. Um, but yeah, so thank you guys for listening. You can follow me on Twitter at LankyAKW and you can follow the podcast at AC Live Podcast and on Twitter, I will tweet out the Discord uh, server link so you guys can come and join and hang out and chat and all that good stuff. You can ask us questions and uh, give us more segment ideas if you guys want to because I, I, I like that little segment idea thing. It's cool. Um, so, Thread, plug away, sir. 
I'm Thread, uh, at Thread10 on Twitter. Follow me for giveaways, or if you have any questions about artists, or just want to look at some sick art. Uh, have a good one. This has been episode 8 of AdventureCast. Alrighty guys, we will see you next week in episode 9. Peace!